How are we doing? Good, good. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. I had a hell of a day. I got to tell you. Oh, so as I mentioned, I'm, uh, I'm heading uh, off to a cottage and then to Toronto. So it was one Must of those. Nice. Uh, Must be nice. Oh, yeah. I'm fired up for it. I need cottage friends. I need more of those. <laughs> So yes, anybody this listening. one's this one's clutching out, no doubt. But okay. I was just gonna say it was you know those days where you're just scrambling, like you've got a list that is just ten pages long, and you've got to run around town and do like everything from you know visit a CNC tooling guy to do an engravement to you know like haul half of the LCBO in your trunk. That was my day. So you saw everything in Ottawa, like you covered. Just about, and Gatineau. Made my way over to uh, La Belle Province. Yeah, Merci beaucoup. Thanks for coming. Did you hit uh, Costco beers? Like, is that is that why you went? Is that <laughs> so it? I usually do, but um, not for the viewers that care. My dad actually thought that it would be wise to switch my Costco card to my mom's. So uh, take that as you will. I think that says a lot about the shopping habits of some. Did of they us. pay for the cottage groceries? Tell me they got that. No, I'm not responsible for groceries, thankfully. I don't like, man, I, I don't mind doing food. It's just, food is stressful. You got to think there's a little more. There's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. You're right. Dude, so, last cottage weekend I had, we were kind of like planning the meals right away. I'm like, I'm doing lunch Saturday, sandwiches. I'm a sandwich <laughs> guy. That's, I'll bring the bread. I'll bring the buns. I'll bring the mayo, the cold cuts. Of course you're doing <laughs> sandwiches, man. That's that, that. How does that not surprise me? Somebody else is like bringing steaks. That is the, that night. I'm, yeah, like that is the laziest meal you can come up with. You That's couldn't me. even do hot dogs. You couldn't even flip the grill open and like throw hey, a We did hot dogs for dinner the night before. Come on. Somebody claimed that already. Yeah. You do need a bit of variety. Yeah. I brought the marshmallows too, I think. Sorry? I brought the marshmallows, I think. Oh, Okay, so you're MVP then. Yeah, yeah. First you know what actually made me the MVP? I brought the Pink Whitney. Oh, yeah, of course. So, so yeah. So, well, you like Pink Whit, right? We've talked yeah. about this before, I think, but for the listeners, like, what, what's your take on, on Pink Whit as a drink for anyone who's never had it before? Oh, you got to try it. Um, there's a, you know what? I'm surprised at how many people, too, I came across that aren't really into it, but I'm a fan. Throw in some ice, throw in some club soda. Like, it's a summertime drink. Definitely a summertime drink. I think it works really well. It, it, as you mentioned, like if you're pouring it into a glass with yeah. some nice cold ice, but on its own, it, like, if you just swig that bad boy back, you're going to realize, Ooh. you know, you're, you're going to be hard and fast drunk because that thing is way more vodka than it is lemonade. And I think the appearance is very deceiving. Oh, it is. You think it's pink. You think it's light. Yeah. You, you, like, you go into it. You let your guard down a bit. Don't you? You really do. You really do. Um, all right, before we get into this, thank you to everybody listening. If you could please just give this episode a like, follow us on Spotify, hopefully we come into Apple Podcasts, give us your support, give us your comments, just do anything you can to let us know what you're thinking and to uh, tell us we're doing a good job or a bad job. Just let us know either way. We'll appreciate that. Well said, well said. Um, yeah, like just unbelievable to see... Uh, you know, as we threw it out there today and we publicized that we were doing this for the first time, the response that we got from our friends and fam, that was awesome. Yeah. So thanks guys. It. We, uh, we are glad to not be disappointments for once. <laughs> so pats on the back there all around. Cheers. Uh, I might not have shed that label totally. I think I still, 
yeah, we might not be completely out of the doghouse, but bottom line is, I think, um, yeah, like you said, we actually do want to hear your feedback, guys. Like, I, obviously, you know, it it might be uh, it might be hard for some people to give criticism, but let me let me reassure you. I don't know if you know us well enough to know that like we're not afraid to take criticism. Like these are. <laughs> We're pretty grizzled. I will cry. Press. I will cry at first, but then so I'll. We need it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, and it, like, bottom line, we're not necessarily going to, you know, do it completely for the fans or do it, you know, all your way. We're going to do it our way, but we also want you guys to be a part of that process and want it to be some negotiation of the two because obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we're not just doing this for us to listen to at the end of every night, although we do. We are definitely. Uh, that's what we've been doing, way. but. <laughs> We have, that's what we've been doing. We've been grilling these. Uh, like, like, you listen to this probably what five, ten times today, just editing it too. Like that's gotta. Ugh. I like your voice. That's gotta though. get tired. I like your voice. Somebody texted me today. Sent me a screenshot of a text they got. And they said, "Brendan's partner sounds like the most Canadian guy ever." <laughs> How do you wow. feel about that? I, well, you okay with that? I rate it. No, I lo- I kind of love it. I don't know. I've always. Uh, I just, I don't think I've gotten that very often. It made me laugh. I got the screenshot. I was like, that's hilarious. Whoever Brendan's friend is, shout out. I really, uh, I actually rate that comment a lot. So brownie points. Yeah. Um, I texted a group chat today when I was telling them about this. And you know how I sold them on it? I was like, guys. How? I know you want to hear Finner's voice and you haven't been able to. Puck lines. No way they answer. bought that. That's Dude, garbage. They were eating it up. Teddy, yeah, Teddy eating and it up Pete. because the, that's that's a, like you're serving them a platter of bullshit. <sighs> no, dude, I'm serious. That's what they wanted. They've been asking. That's what gave me this idea. <laughs> Shout out to whoever that group chat was, but I, uh, I, I'm telling you, these are bedtime stories for a lot of people. But like, good. Well, that's good. I mean, most podcasts are, I think. So yeah, yeah, or during work, whatever. Yeah. Um, work for sure. Work. This is a great way to crunch through many hours. So if we're what, you know what, whether we're a part of your bedtime or your work day or whatever, just thanks for making time for yeah. us. We don't Hopefully even, we'll, uh, we'll, you know, keep getting better and making this something you guys enjoy listening to. Yeah. I don't even want to know what people are doing while they're listening to us. Don't tell us just, I don't want to know. Well, there's not a lot going on in the world right now. So you got to think that, I mean, Speaking of our release today, though, what I like back to all these, you know, the people who are supporting us, definitely getting a lot of floods early about uh, uh, guest appearances. So I think we've got a lot of requests for people to come on. I'm sure you got, got a lot too. I got a lot of, of people being like, are there guests coming? Um, Good. I think we well, got one I, follower uh, with a definitely check open to it. I think it's something we got to find a way to build in because uh, we we love to make them a part of what we're doing. Yeah. A lot of people asking when it's going up on Apple, hopefully any day. Also, man, so I've always wondered this, but are more people on Apple than there are on Spotify? Great question. Maybe we get a little uh, poll going. On our I think Insta. we should get a poll going. That'll just yeah. be some, some, honestly, some business analytics for us to use. That's some to- primary data right there. Should we talk about hockey? Yeah, we should probably jump into hockey at some point. Okay. Now seems like a good time. We're going to keep it a little, a little bit more brief today, you know? Little, yeah. uh, little shorter, a little sweeter, just like yeah, us. something we're working on. Guys. Guys Again, we, do, we do need to give you a breakdown of all the series before they get going. So the, yeah. the usual nightly uh, 
uh, pod will not be, you won't expect it to be as long, just FYI. No, no. these are the longest ones, and this one's going to be shorter than uh, the Eastern Conference. But let's do it. Chicago versus Edmonton. What do you think? Ooh. Well, I mean, I think, well, okay. So I think Edmonton. Um, I heard some pretty amazing stats about Edmonton that really convinced me that this team was different. I mean, I kind of forgot just how good they were throughout the, the year. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they held, I, I'd always, for some reason, I picture them struggling a bit this year where they were like kind of struggling at some point. Right. But I yeah, think they were the, they're the top seed in this um, play in round. Like they're the number five team. They, I think if they had a game in hand, they, they wouldn't even be playing in the plan. No, they so I, you know, Dallas. tough bounce for them, but yeah. So Dallas, I think had a game in hand, which is why they ended up getting the buy because of the way they did it. But anyhow, Edmonton, like I started, you know, as I'm prepping for the pod, I kind of forgot just how sick this team was. So let me throw something at you guys. Okay. Edmonton's power play was scoring 30% of the time, 30%. Like that's the best in the national hockey league in the last 40 years. They've That's got the two best talent. players in the world, though. Yeah, and right. So it's important to mention why. They've yes. got Connor McDavid and another guy, Leon Dreisaitl, um, who is the front runner for the Hart Trophy. This he's got year. a Cologne brand, right? <laughs> so he's from. He's a German guy from Cologne, Germany. Um, was there, highly rated. He was highly drafted, too. But everyone always kind of, you know, I'm really glad Leon had the year he did. I think he was the top scorer across the league in, combined, in points, so in goals and assists. But, you know, it was great to see him really step up to the plate and, and carry that team the way he did because a lot of people thought McDavid was just making him look good, right? So when you're playing with a great player, sometimes you don't really appreciate some of the talent that's around that great player. Like a great example is Sidney Crosby, in a lot of ways, overshadowed Evgeny Malkin. Yeah. Even though Malkin, in a lot of ways, is actually probably a more pure, skilled player than Crosby is, and is equally elite. So, you know, this is like this team has the sickest one two punch in the league now. They have them playing on different lines. So that's what really helped deliver, you know, a lot of offense this year for them. And the rest of the roster, too, there's something to be said about the depth there. I mean, I, I like a lot of the guys they've got along. Ethan Bear, I thought, like, played a great season. Yeah. He's the guy who you would have seen across social media. He, um, the Cree name actually, on his jersey. First Nations. And so yeah. he got his name printed in Cree on the back of his jersey from the exhibition games. Just great to see. Pretty cool. Um, Represent. But a lot of pieces to love on that team. Um, and what do you, so what do you think about Edmonton before I get into Chicago? I think Edmonton's great team. The guy I'm looking out for, Kyler Yamamoto. He's a stud. Ooh. First round pick a couple years ago, and he's playing on Dreisaitl's wing. And I think he's part of the reason why Dreisaitl was able to excel without McDavid. But, mm. you know, we're talking about Edmonton. I, I'm a big Edmonton fan, but I don't want to discount Chicago. They went out the other day, their exhibition game, they dismantled the defending Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, 4 5 nothing. So yeah. they routed them. This is a Chicago team that's won three cups with their core of, you know, Taves, Kane, Keith. So what a tough matchup for Edmonton being the five and getting the 12th seeded Chicago. Like that's, I feel bad for Edmonton, but I like Edmonton. I think it's going to be a tough five game series. I think Edmonton gets it done in five and I think it's going to make them a stronger team because they're playing Chicago. Yeah. They definitely drew the wrong team here. Chicago is like, 
probably equally matched in terms of offense, right? A little older, like obviously Connor and Leon are probably eight years younger than uh, a couple guys by the name of Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. Ever heard uh, of them? I, I have. I, don't know, I hope the <laughs> listeners have because, as you said, they won three Stanley Cups and they've delivered uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, a hell of a decade. So, you know, there's a lot to def- – like there, there's a lot to going for Chicago, I should say. However, I hate Chicago's blue line. I don't know how else to say it. Like Duncan Keith, obviously, is you know a one-time um, uh, Norris Trophy defenseman. So yep. you know yep. him excluded from that picture, though. There, there's not a lot of depth around in the back, and I think that really created a lot of issues for Chicago. I think that's what they're missing. You know, they've got a lot of young pieces, but they're all up front, right? Kirby Doc, uh, who they drafted this year. This other guy who came out of nowhere, uh, Dominic Kubalik. Kubalik. He's Czech. He's Czech. He's Czech. Okay. Yeah. So Kubalik, like I think he was third or fourth in like in Calder votes for rookie of the year. This third. guy came out of nowhere, kind of you know November December. He started putting up numbers, and and then they also have uh, what's his name from um, the uh, Debrinket, Alex Debrinket, who they yeah. signed to a pretty big ticket. I think he scored forty goals last Dylan year. Dylan Strong's there. So like this Chicago team's kind of interesting because they're like. They're turning a corner from their glory days, mm-hmm. but like it, it's looking like a pretty good like rebuild, if you yeah. if you call it that, a retool. Yeah. The big concern is the blue line, though, and everyone's talking about how you know, oh, but if Corey Crawford turns it on in net, then Chicago really stands a chance. That's true, but Maybe. I mean, I haven't seen a lot from Corey Crawford lately that tells me that there's he still has that magic there that he had in the playoffs. And they just traded Robin Leonard, who probably would have been a solid um, starting option yeah. to Vegas. Because I don't think Chicago really figured they'd be in this picture for Malcolm Subban. Like, Malcolm Subban's, you know, shown some pretty crazy flashes in the NHL, but pretty inconsistent. got to get going. I don't really know what to make of him. So, I'm giving this one to Edmonton in four. I don't know about okay. you. Okay. I, I went Edmonton five. Okay. Cool. So, then – You think they're that- going to give them a bit more trouble then, eh? I, I think there's trouble, but I think it's going to be good for them. Bit of adversity. I like it. I like, I like the battle. I got a question for you. A little bit of a sadder note. Shoot. Um, is abandonment a fear of yours? Oh, I mean, I think it's a fear of, uh, of any rational human beings to a certain extent. But what do you mean by like, it doesn't, it doesn't eat me every day. I think the Arizona Coyotes might be feeling a little abandoned right now. What do you think? You want to talk us through that quick? Nice and quick. That's I want to nice. hear what you have to think first, actually. Like, so just for the listeners, so we're going to move on. So that's Chicago and Edmonton. We're going to move on to the Nashville-Arizona series. But the, what we're talking about is the departure in Arizona of GM John Chica, who yeah. is who was – uh, appointed as GM at age 26, making him the youngest GM ever in North American pro sports history. Yeah. Uh, and you also are, to be a Western guy. You he guys are alumni Western. together specifically. Yeah, he is yeah, a Western he, guy. He went, to, he went to Ivy. Shout out, uh, no, shout out Ivy. Uh, still haven't gotten my diploma, but we'll see that one in the mail hopefully. You haven't gotten, your, you haven't gotten yours yet? Nope. Wow, where was all that money going? Yeah, that's, a, gr- that's a great, fantastic question. But my mom I've, framed it today. Actually, it's like <laughs> the best thing I've done yet. <laughs> <laughs> she 
She was just so surprised. It is a pretty tough look too. Hey, my buddy, uh, shout out Caleb Emerson. My buddy Caleb got sent the wrong diploma. No, they sent him the wrong one? He got sent a girl, Riley Emerson's diploma. Did he like get in the DMs at least? See what he's Uh, Or is this like uh, a long cousin? I won't, I won't speak. I won't speak for him. Um, I, uh, but that, that's a really tough look for a school that's charging that much. You know, it might be a move for uh, Caleb. Like, she wouldn't even have to change her last name. So maybe. Yeah, I'm just it's saying. It's definitely a win-win situation when, when your name remains the same, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Maybe he, I don't know. Check it out. Check it out, Caleb. Anyways, I, don't know if, yeah. I don't know if Caleb's uh, listening to this pod, but anyway. Missed that he will now. He'll have a while. to. Maybe we'll have the link to them next week. Yeah, I kind of feel like Chico was kind of with his significant other, the Coyotes, and he saw something else that kind of caught his eye walk by, and he just, it's he stared a little too long <laughs> that his partner started to ask some questions. Dude, it's, oh, that's, oh, it's now that meme. An ugly divorce. Yeah, I hadn't thought that about that before, but it literally fits the mold of that meme of it's the guy meme. holding hands with his girlfriend and turning around and seeing another girl perfectly. Yeah. Like that glove. And she's just giving him that look. She's like, really? Yeah. John, I was going to say like Chad, but we'll go with John. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, fair enough. Like the other opportunity sounded pretty sick. It's with Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment. So if anyone hasn't heard of them, they're the owner of the New Jersey Devils, the Sixers, the, I believe an MLS team, like the Philadelphia English Premier League team. Oh, an English Premier League team. That's it. So even bigger Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace. Yep. And then they're also apparently in the, um, uh, waiting in the wings to buy the Mets. Like I know A-Rod and J-Lo are trying to buy the Mets. Like there's a lot of people trying to buy the Mets right now. All right. Screw Seattle. I'm coming to work for these guys. I get why John was looking. I get why he did the little head turn and was like, damn. Yeah. I understand have you know the opportunity to kind of oversee a, a few different sports and a few different leagues why not yeah but it's un- it's just unfortunate man the coyotes were going in such a great direction and speaking of they've got this series against nashville yeah so what do you think i mean i think i'm uh, i'm gonna ride nashville i like the experienced team i think this coyotes team they're feeling a little abandoned their best player taylor hall probably going to leave them in free agency. Um, the goaltending was good in the regular season, but I don't know if that can continue. They're going to need that to continue. So I like Nashville in four for me. I just think wow, this Nashville team's got too much depth. I think Matt Duchesne's going to start to pay off. Uh, I'm not going to overanalyze this one, I think. Okay. Well, one important area I want to highlight though is um, between the pipes. What do you think about Nashville's goaltending, which is kind of been suspect, right? Like I think we let Pekka Rene off the hook a little too much. And like we, I, we, or we might overrate him a bit even is what I'm trying to say yeah. since they went to the cup finals in 2017, kind of out of that wild card yeah. spot. Right. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think that's a fair question. Definitely something to worry about. And I had my eye on that today. Rene gets a shutout against Dallas in the exhibition game today. Okay. All right. So he's showing up. So I feel pretty good about that. And that's kind of what put me over the top on Nashville, seeing them play real well today. All right. Um, I'm going to go Coyotes in five. Ooh, I like it. I I hate this. I hate the timing of this Chica thing because I do think it stands to interfere a bit. But, 
here's the thing. This Arizona team that is like, it's, it's well-constructed. Yeah. He, you know, credit to Chica where it's due. I actually think he unlocked a lot of value um, in, you know, in finding guys in un, unusual spots. I mean, like their highest scorer this year is a guy named Connor Garland, who no one saw coming. Yeah. What a contract. What he's a contract, like right? Like, and, and goal. he also, FYI, they're well set up for the future. He's got a lot of reasonable deals on the books there. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the only thing that's held this team back, honestly, like they just, they've gotten some pretty bad bounces, frankly, I think like they, you know, they only missed playoffs, I think by a point last season. Yeah. And Darcy Kemper was out for a lot or no, he was, no, he, and Darcy Kemper was out a lot of this season, but he last was. season, man, they were beat up. Yep. This season, yeah. though, they look better. They look reloaded with Phil Kessel and with Halsey. And here's the other thing, man. I, I think this. I, I think Halsey's got a lot to prove to coming into a contract year. Like he knows, you know what I mean. It, you just hate to see a guy like that miss the boat. And I think he's just re- like. I think he listens a lot to what people say. And I think, you know it's time for him to turn it on. And I think he's ready to turn it on. I think you will see that guy flip the switch and as a result, secure the bag in free agency. I hope he does. I hope he plays well. I hope it's a good series. So now let's take it over to Calgary, Winnipeg. I've got a strong, strong opinion here. All right. You well, I have no me? opinion here. So you I take think, us away. I think Winnipeg is poised to go on a, very extended run. You think Winnipeg is? Yes. Oh, that's a hot take. Please elaborate. Cool yeah. off maybe first and then elaborate. This Winnipeg team is led by the best goaltender in the NHL. Connor Hellebuck. Yep. There's no doubt that he should win the Vesna. Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard the stats that I probably heard. will. He should. He should. He's he's about you know he's on lock. Yeah. The other day, said all the right things, played a full game. He's the Winnipeg's number one guy. There's no splitting that exhibition game. He let in one goal on 40 shots. Wow. He's ready to go. If Winnipeg does anything, it's going to be because of him. And this team now, a lot of people pegged them to do well in the regular season. They kind of had a letdown. But they're back. Paul Maurice, I think, is a great coach, a great leader. And look at this offense. Like, Blake Wheeler, Mark Shifley, Kyle Connor are elite. The second line, Nick Ehlers and Patrick Laine looked good yesterday. So I think they've got an elite top six. And on D, like, they added, went out, got some pieces at the deadline, picked up DeMello from the Sens. Yep. And I don't think it's as bad as people think it. I think their goalie is going to keep them in games. and. I just don't like what I've heard out of Calgary. People are saying Johnny Goudreau showed up a little out of shape, so I'm all in on Winnipeg. Yeah, I don't know how much stock there is to that Goudreau story, if that's what you're basing your concerns with Calgary on. But, you know, this is a tough one for me. Like, I think think Calgary's just got a better chemistry than Winnipeg. I think, you know, they, they just, they gel a little bit better. So I like Calgary a little more in this series. I think there's there's more to like kind of everywhere, right? Like it, it, on paper, it looks like a good team. 
Um, Winnipeg, meanwhile, I've got some concerns on the blue line still. I disagree. Yeah. Like, I don't – like, I look, it, it was like an offseason that we just went through, right? These guys who are young had an opportunity to, you know, take their games to the next level. But this is a bit of a different offseason because, you know, guys aren't – having as good access to ice because of COVID. So I'm just not really sure we're going to see that progression from a lot of those guys that I think, you know, you're thinking you're going to see from Winnipeg. So I'll be interested to see that. Meanwhile, Calgary, like they've all gotten their reps in. They had an unfortunate bounce in the playoffs last year where they just couldn't get anything going. And they honestly faced a better team too in Colorado. Like that was just way more prepared for them than they were for, uh, for Colorado. And so I'd like to see Calgary do something here. And I I think they could, you know, that being said, I just don't, I don't know if like this Winnipeg team is poised to make a deep run, like you say, or is on the the wagon with me, hop on the Jets wagon. You know, I don't argue that he's the best goalie in the league. I think that's, uh, I think there's a lot of truth to that. I just don't know if there's a lot of like, you know, I don't know if they're on the way up or on the way down this roster. I just can't figure that out yet. And for that reason, I'm, I'm going to play it safe and in my mind, play it safe at least and, and go Calgary who okay. have proven at times they can win. They've got flashy, uh, dynamic all-stars in Matt Kachuk in, uh, Johnny Gaudreau in, um, uh, who's the, who came on Monahan, of course, that, um, Manjapane kid too like he's he's pretty good yeah I'm, I'm calling him a kid chances are he could be my age or older but good, I that guy Manjapane, you know what I mean um, so I think Calgary's Calgary in five I, I do think Winnipeg will give him a hard time but right. Calgary in five. well this is the series I'm excited starts at 10 o'clock Saturday night so the first night and I'm looking for Winnipeg to come out with a statement game I think I'm gonna have a little behind it as well so I'm I'll be wow care to share with the fans what that action's gonna be not sure yet. Follow the Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, by the way, we're going to post some uh, some action and some picks on Twitter as we yeah. uh, as we take them. But looking at the value on the Jets, this is another one kind of like New York where you're like, this is a 50-50 and I'm going to get a little extra. Hmm. So, I'll be, I'll be flying with the Jets. No all right. Problem. Power to you. I'm not telling you, but power to you, bud. Hey, that's all Let's good. I like those. that. Because I think uh, my hot takes are going to continue for you. With this last series? Yes. Yeah. All right. So tell Let's the fans what this last series is. We've got the Minnesota Wild, probably the most forgotten team in these playoffs. Facing? The Vancouver Canucks. But when's the last time you thought about the Minnesota Wild? Yeah, they're not, not like, I think about them less than I think about you know, there being a worldwide pandemic. <laughs> Come on. But they've been on my mind recently. Uh, like, yeah, they're such a vanilla team, man. Like, they're, I, you know, sorry to any Minnesota Wild fans who listen to this, but even, you know, Fairweather fans who are, are remembering the name the Minnesota Wild are now also remembering that it's a team they don't hear much about. And there's a reason for that. There's just not a lot going on here. Minnesota it's kind of a veteran lineup. Like they're, they're the kind of team, for example, that goes out and signs two guys, two like very reasonable guys yeah. to what was it? 10 year or 12 year deals. 12. Like they, they go term. They give a lot of term. We were just kids when that happened. Yeah. Like 
and still they're am. they're still they've each got a couple years left on those deals so yeah that's the crazy part but anyways just not like again kind of a you know they they've so they picked up a bit of steam but it's a win by committee team it's not yeah. like a, a team full of all stars they got some good pieces there though but Vancouver meanwhile had a glow up they definitely did they certainly did so can we talk a little bit about Vancouver's glow up just for the fans just yeah. to let them know kind of how incredible this all is like tell me about Vancouver. no one saw this coming no tell me about them well Vancouver traded away. So they're technically still in rebuild mode to most people this off season. Yep. And if you're rebuilding, you don't trade for players and make big transactions. You trade for picks and you sell players in order to get those picks. You start building up guys through the draft, things like that. But, you know, they liked the last couple of picks they had. They thought they had some real talent there and never, you know, it, things were definitely looking up. Like I'm, I don't want to paint this as too grim of a picture in the office. They got some studs, but they went and made a really ballsy move. And yes, they got some studs. They got a guy in JT Miller from the Tampa Bay lightning who they gave up a first round pick for. And if that didn't work out, that would have been a very high pick, right? If Vancouver misses the playoffs, chances are that is a, um, you know, that's a, a fair, like a mid to high lottery pick. I thought so it was a crazy pretty risky move. At the time, yeah, I was wrong. like no one really understood it at the time. No. But they obviously saw something in him that the rest of us didn't, because we're all now seeing. Well, we're all now seeing that they saw something in him that we didn't before, because JT Miller's had a career year. Yep, and he's played alongside a couple guys who have also made incredible leaps. Uh, most notably, Elias Peterson, Pedersen, Pedersen, uh, Swedish stud just great hair too like great hair like he's got good style he moves on the ice like he just glides like it's it's unbelievable yeah and oh and then also they they have a a, maybe a calder trophy defenseman and quinn hughes so the younger brother and uh, frankly overlooked brother of um jack hughes last year's first overall pick quinn was uh, I think he was chilling in the AHL for a year. And no, he was still playing uh, college hockey. He's still playing college. That's it. So they they yeah. drafted him. Still played college. Yeah. And he kind of just you know came up and said, "Hey, fellas, don't forget about me." And what does he do? He goes and puts up what sixty like a point a game as a defenseman. Like, are you kidding me? Not quite a point a game, but a lot, a lot. Like basically a point a game. No. What do you think it is? Like, like I want to say he had fifty. Between 50 and 55 points in 60-something games. Maybe it's 70 games. It could be a little. Let's little see bit. how close you are. I think I'm pretty close. 53 points in 68 games. Wow. wow. How do you like wow. them apples? That's so, good. all to say, like, you know, Vancouver's just built a really, really impressive team. Like, they were leading the league for a while. Oh, we can't forget Markstrom, like, who they had in yeah. net. Like, so they, they've built a pretty impressive team around, uh, you know, around, uh, around the, the guys they already had and, and, you know, have kept a bit of depth in there too. Like it was a long rebuild though. Like those fans really, um, you know, they deserve a good team. So what's, uh, what's your outlook then for this series? Oh, sorry. Did, did you, did, did I finally like stop? <laughs> Sorry, let me catch her. Did I finally stop pumping Vancouver's tires there? Yeah, I'm going to say Vancouver in three. Wow. I think they're going to sweep it. Yeah, I think they're coming out swinging. All right. 
Let me. I think they're they're not messing around. I'm sorry, I don't buy any in Minnesota. We can talk about that too, but like, let me hear you out. I'm uh, I'm buying the Minnesota stock. Wow. I'm gonna take Minnesota in five. Whoa. Let me let me talk about it. Let me talk. Yeah. About it. So let me hear why. So Minnesota is that team. Older guys. I don't think they're going to feel the pressure as much as Vancouver younger guys. Most of these guys are going to be playing their first ever playoff play in game, right? Mm -hmm. These Minnesota guys have been there. Some of them have won before. Um, Not all of them, but you know, they've got an Eric Stahl, like a good leader. He's been a captain on a cup winning team before. And I think that's going to trickle down to this whole team and they're just going to get a play by committee. And now Minnesota has their superstar. You're going to see, the birth of a new NHL star this postseason in Kevin Fiala. Yeah, Kevin Fiala is looking really good. That trade for um, Granlund with uh, Nashville is actually not a like everyone thought that was pretty lopsided. No the one really, really saw this coming. That uh, that GM did. Yeah, like Fenton, I think got fired for that. The the old GM in Minnesota went down for this trade, and it he did a bunch of right? things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were some other reasons, but it's a tough day at the office for him to see that pan out. So Fiala yesterday in the exhibition game had 15 attempted shots on net. Like he was all over the ice. 15, he was the, like he himself had 15. He only had eight on net, but he took 15 shots. Holy. Like geez. he. Trigger happy. And that's the thing. He didn't score. So he's going to come out. I'll guarantee you Kevin Fiala scores the first game of the series. Kevin Fiala is going to absolutely dominate. And I think that's going to be the piece that gets this Minnesota by committee team. I also think as a part of this pick that Devin Dubnik gets it going. Mm, okay. I think Devin yeah, Dubnik is I could see that. And if he gets it going, then this series gets a lot closer than, than a lot of people are thinking it is. I don't have Minnesota going deep. I just got him going – I think they're going to take the Canucks down. Kind of glad we disagree on these. It makes, uh, it'll make for some interesting, maybe we should have some side bets on these. Three out of the four in the West, we're going different. I got Nashville, you got Zona. I got the Peg, you got Calgary. I got Mini, you got Van. And we agree on Edmonton, so Chicago's probably going to win. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that works, isn't it? But it's nice we're covering our bases because nobody can tell us that we got the picks wrong. Yeah, it's true. So So I think we're kind of... We're building some credibility, at least among the, uh, the gamblers following us. Maybe at this point, we jump into the round robins. Okay, let's go for it. So just again, folks, uh, we've got a uh, per conference, we've got 12 teams. And so we just broke up the play-in rounds among the bottom eight teams to see who gets those, uh, those final four spots. Uh, but the top four, those guys are sailing. So they've just got a little round robin. Uh, to determine seeding. And so why don't we talk about that round, Robin, a little bit, Shelly. What four teams are we looking at in the West? So we've got the Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, the defending champ, St. Louis Blues, and the Dallas Stars. Love it. So my thoughts on this really quick is I'm a big fan. Well, let's let's do the same thing as yesterday. Like, which rank the four teams? Okay. I got Colorado one. Vegas two, St. Louis three, Dallas four. Give me yours right now before we get into it. Uh, I'm going to say Colorado one, 
St. Louis two, okay, Dallas three, Vegas four. Okay, okay. So my pick to win the West will be Colorado, but they're just such a heavy favorite. And then I'll take that Colorado Tampa Bay Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I don't know, man. The West is just I, like, frankly, the entire NHL is just too hard to call. Yeah, I mean, I actually. Uh, I'm excited for the entire world to get to to watch Nathan McKinnon play hockey because it's I you know I am too. So let me pick up there first. Yeah. You're right. Nathan McKinnon is so underappreciated and everyone said oh he's undervalued. Frankly, he you know before this was one of the most and actually no, he still is underpaid for what yeah. he's worth. Oh. Yeah. Like this guy signed us like on a down year. I think he signed 7 by 7 um you know for a yeah. total 49 million dollars, which is obviously a ton of money. But this is a guy who probably could have commanded eighty to a hundred million dollars. He might be the second best player in the league long term. Like, yeah, I would agree. Like, and he's been in the league performing since eighteen. Like, it yeah. feels like he's been in the league forever, and he's twenty four, dude, or twenty five. He might have just turned twenty five. He's the second best skater for sure. Yeah, no question. And he's like, he's kind of like. Uh, He's a little bit like Marner in that, like, he's a water bug out there. He's just everywhere. He plays such a fast, hard game um, where Mitch doesn't play quite as hard. Like, he plays a fast game, but, like, McKinnon's so shifty on the edge. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But, um, okay, in the West, yeah, I like Colorado, but I also, uh, I don't know, I like St. Louis to repeat yeah. in the West. I really, I mean, they've just been a model of consistency. Again, kind of like, I view them a lot like the Raps, like kind of monkey off their back, if you will. And, yeah. and frankly, just a very deep skill lineup. They'll get Tarasenko back too. Vladimir Tarasenko, who they've been playing without for most of the season. So You don't care. Fun to watch. Chicago just like kind of taking it to them yesterday. Doesn't matter. Doesn't worry you. Uh, no, because I have Edmonton taking it to Chicago. So. Okay, there you go. St. Louis is just more well-rounded, deeper. I mean, I think they're just a better team. Cool. I know they are the better team. All right. Well, I think that's our our hockey time. We're looking forward after this. The next time we hop on, we're going to have watched at least two days of playoff hockey, maybe three. Yeah. And we'll just have more, you know, these episodes won't be as – I think we're going to bounce off more topics next time we talk because there's going to be so many little things to discuss i think there'll be a little bit more banter a little less like serious talk since we had to make our way yeah. to give these previews yeah exactly like you know we're trying not to be too robotic with this we want to yeah. get all this uh out there though because we we want to have something to talk about like you also i don't know maybe you would listen to it if it was just us talking about anything we wanted to talk about that'd be a huge compliment to us if that was yeah. the case but maybe that's where we end up at some point yeah maybe it is but we thought we'd just you know give you a bit of hockey talk you know right before uh uh, things kick back into action here. Other things. So as we said, follow obviously all of our Instagram, um, our uh, TikTok, and our Twitter yeah. for all kinds of content we're going to be doing on the side. But particularly for the gamblers out there, follow the Twitter. I know we're going to be throwing in some uh, some future, as we said, some futures bets on uh, on you know some of the outcomes of um, of the uh, of the entire uh, playoff as well as some bets on some games or series here or there. Yeah. Maybe we'll get really deep into the props. We'll see how we're, we're already out the... there buzzing on Twitter. Oh man. I, that surprises me. Zero percent. <laughs> Sauce so us a follow on the gram. Um, and like I said, the, the likes and the reviews are the lifeblood of podcasts. So su- subscribe on Spotify when we're on Apple 
give us some likes, some reviews, throw in a comment. We would really appreciate that. All right. And are we done begging them to do things? Yeah, we're done begging. I'm going to get up off my knees and all right. Go brush take my the, teeth, maybe. Take the hairband out. Deep yeah. breath. Put the hair down. Um, what are you most excited for at the cottage this weekend? Anything you're going to do where you're like... Uh, seeing go? people. I haven't seen uh, some of my good friends in a while, so nice. fired up for that. But uh, You're going to bring the golf clubs down and we'll get in a game? Yeah, we'll have to get in a game. I've been playing some good golf lately, so, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for the week in Toronto next week, too, to, you know, just cover off on the ground and... Yeah. So anyone listening to this, if you guys are in Toronto, hit me up. I'll be there. Um, He's looking for a couch. Through, <laughs> He's a good. I've got a snuggler. couch. No, no, I'm 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 well taken care of in the couch department. Oh, but, that's nice. um. Well, no. Would you think I was just going to Toronto? I'm just gonna make it up as I go. I, that is a me thing. I would do that. I would go somewhere without a plan and just. Sit I was gonna let back. you snuggle me. Oh, would your mom though? Your, your mom's still if your mom's anywhere still as afraid as of covid as as my mom she as all moms should us. be she would need to see um, us go on a first date first <laughs> is that is that the hurdle i have to clear that was erica's hurdle as well same thing <laughs> stamp of approval I, i'm well i'm glad she's thinking so like she got me on erica's level that's uh yeah there you go what are you gonna be um, drinking this weekend at the cottage oh you know i've already secured the ronas Nice. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd just, you know, maybe you do a sacrifice the gullet I've been working on all summer. But um, yeah, figured a few runs can't you, hurt. Uh, They're so out. cheap in Quebec too, man. I, I just love. Oh, I it's like drink free. them all summer. I gotta hit the road first thing in the morning. So why don't we leave it there? Why don't we go check out this Lakers Clippers game? Watch a little basketball. Yeah, we gotta we gotta feed ourselves with some basketball too. We're not exclusively hockey guys, but. No. Uh, We'll dabble. We'll I think dabble. I saw Lakers are up two at halftime. Next time we talk, we'll have seen NHL playoff hockey. Yeah, and maybe we'll have seen each other too. Maybe. Can't wait. Can't wait to reach out and just touch your hand, buddy. All right, Finner. Among other things. Off. Later. Yeah, let's leave it there. All right, cool. Night, Thanks, guys. everybody. Thanks for listening uh, to the puck line. Soon.